right, guys, welcome back to Don't Feed the Geeks. I'm TC. We're here with Bruce Dungeon Master and our buddy Jim. What's up? He's not What's a fan up? of the Just Jim we found out. So <laughs> oh. We might go with Just Jim, though. It's been a while since we've recorded an episode. You've probably noticed our last few were 2018 dated. We are finally in the new year. We're pumped to be putting out more comic book and geek-related info and culture and anything else we can think of with you guys. Nice. Loving this two- energy. Yeah. 2019. Oh, yeah. We are excited for 2019. So there was one thing in relation to 2018 that we did want to clarify. Um, Some of the comments made specifically by myself, TC, in regards to some jokes I made in reference to the Grasshopper comic book store. So I jested about their charity event during the John Thiessen's Children Foundation being that possibly some of my tickets might have gotten lost. And... I want to clarify that that was a joke. I do not think that they would do anything like that. Those guys have the utmost integrity and respect for that event, and they do an incredible job in that terms of running it, um, providing to the charity, doing everything. My personal feelings aside about an employee there, the younger guy, Dan, I actually went in and spoke to him directly, and I think, I, you know, I maybe I just don't know him. He might have a different personality. I don't want anyone to think that that's not a shop worth going to or that event isn't worth uh, participating in. That's probably the best event in terms of charity and comics in Long Island, and I encourage everyone to get involved with it if they can, and also go and visit the shop. You know, John and Dan are both very helpful. Uh, on anything that you need to know in terms of comic books, gaming, graphic novels. It's just a great shop overall, and I didn't want any of my comments to be misconstrued as stuff to stay away from in terms of Grasshopper Comics, and that's all I'm going to say on that. And let's get into 2019, guys. There you go. Well said, TC. Well said. Thank you. All right. So what was happening today, guys? So as we're recording today, this is February 23rd. We will be releasing this episode on March 4th. But today we were at All-Star Comics in Lindenhurst, special signing with Billy Tucci, John Broglia. They were doing free art. They're promoting their Zombie Sama Kickstarter. Jim probably bought all the different categories (laughs) of the Kickstarter. It was a great day today. Um, I got two pieces of art, original artwork that uh, John Bruglia had in his portfolio that I just couldn't walk away with. One was a beautiful Superman, which he actually did colored pencils on. It's beautiful. Which I haven't seen many people do. I loved it. Yeah. And the second piece... I feel like I might have taken the best piece in his entire book. And Usagi Yojimbo that he did, I'm going to be... By the time this is released, it should be posted. Uh, it was just gorgeous. It, I mean, I sent it to a friend of mine, Zach, who's a huge Usagi Yojimbo fan. And as soon as I sent it, he was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, um, Jim was also there with me. Bruce, unfortunately, couldn't make it. By the way, our youngest member, Toy Story, is not here today. Oh, Yeah. He's uh, he couldn't be with us. He has uh, I think a birthday event that he's attending for his specific birthday with his uh, young lady friend. Oh, and uh, they're having a little weekend to celebrate that. So it's just the three of us, the uh, the elder members of the uh, group. Uh, elder Jim, do you have? <laughs> No, the, the, anything to the-, the the store was great today. We had a good time. Um, we did see some people there today. Uh, um, I got a sketch from both Billy and John um, of zombies, which turned out to be really cool. It was unexpected. Um, 
so yeah, you you know, I think by the time that this drops, that Kickstarter will be over, but um, they will be dropping some more Kickstarter. Um, uh, projects in the near couple months in, in the next few months one being um, the zombie sama uh, 2 um, which um, I got to see the front cover of the script on that one I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say that but I saw it <laughs> well you didn't see what was inside. well I saw the cover <laughs> um, so I know it is in the works I'm very excited about it um, I think these two guys collaborating together is uh, a fantastic opportunity to uh, see some great stories some great art um so yeah i know you know and they also got i think there's talks of you know uh, a zombie samba 3 um and then billy's got some stuff coming out on kickstarter uh also this year especially with the uh the um is that fury no the um hisai um Oh, shit. She, she, uh, she, she character, she, yeah. which is the 25th anniversary this year. So yes, I know he's deal. got a huge Kickstarter coming out on that. So be on the lookout for that. Please follow him on his uh, on his social media pages to uh, get a heads up on that. But uh, these guys are great to hang out with. It's a lot of fun. Um, also, there was uh, uh, Jeffrey Vaughn showed up, which was kind of cool to see him. Yeah, he um, was com- he came down. And he was talking about some different stuff. He uh, he may or may or not have showed us a little uh, sneak peek on the new covers for the over the next oversheet. Very exciting guide. So um, have an idea of what those might look like. I think he said there was still some work to do. Yep. Before yep. releasing them, but um, we're excited about that too because you know those <clears throat> those books those hardcover books and that uh, I think they also come in soft cover. There's some great art on the, on those books too. And they're, uh, yeah. they're, they're pretty good. Uh, they're really collectible. Um, I know I have a couple of them, so, uh, be on the lookout for those also. Um, but yeah, it was a great, good day for, uh, to be at that show today, to be at that shop. Um, so yeah. Okay. What else we got going on? So we got, uh, this weekend was the toy fair. Yes. This past, oh, this weekend. past weekend. Yeah. 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 Well, I guess it was like the weekend before this at this point. Um, but yeah, some pretty cool stuff was released. I know things that I was personally excited about is, uh, I believe it was Super 7 releasing the original, new releasing the Masters of the Universe 1987 uh, character mm-hmm. toy lines. So nice. I saw the He-Man. I saw the, there was two versions of the Skeletor. I'm pretty sure regular Skeletor and the gold version. Yeah, he has yeah. in the movie, <laughs> which um, the gold version was cool, but the regular looking Skeletor out of all of them looked amazing. The face on the Dolph Lundgren He-Man. It seemed like they might not have gotten the rights to use his likeness. Really. Because uh, it didn't really look exactly mm. like him, so I'm not sure what the story is there, but they all did look pretty cool. Um, I know there was a l- ton of other stuff released in terms of pops and, yeah. you know, I saw some pops. I saw some Voltron Hasbro, stuff. Yeah. Um, Very excited about that. Transformers. <clears throat> there was just so much. I, I don't think I took proper notes on, you know, what was actually released, but I remember seeing a plethora of cool stuff that's coming out in terms of toys and new releases. We are working on getting into that because that is a retail and vendor only event it's not open to the um, to the general public press and stuff like that so our goal is to next year get access and kind of share that with you um, as we're there 
Yes. Yeah. So and that's, spread, spread the word of our podcast. We yes. need more yeah, viewers, Twitter. more subscribers, more Absolutely, likes, more yeah. comments. We yeah, need to get passes to these events to give you even more access. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, of course, if we, we would appreciate people who enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course. And it's a big event, too, because it's held at the Javits Center. So yeah. you can only imagine how big that floor must be with all these new toys coming out. Well, our, our friend, uh, he was also telling me, because um, he's good friends with the guy, uh, Rich, who runs Rageworks, which mm-hmm. is also a, a great um, company. And they do a lot of cool stuff in terms of comics and geeks and all that kind of good stuff. But um, they got to do, go on some tours, and they spent some time with Hasbro and um, I think Diamond and even McFarland Toys. They were able to sit down with those guys, and uh, they uh, – sorry, my dog is currently in the room. <laughs> eating away at her toy at her uh, – It's all good. At her feet. It's all good. You might hear some weird noise in the background. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. But, yeah, they got to see some cool stuff. I think Hasbro's, what my point was to that rant was Hasbro had, like, their huge show in, like, a completely different building. It wasn't even part of the Javits Center. I, I can definitely wow. see that because they, they've got a lot of, like, toy line coming out. Yeah, yeah. Star Wars. They had, like, a huge floor of Star Wars, a huge floor of, like, Transformers. And, you know, they said that they um, – Jim, um, Jimbo Slice, excuse me, uh, said that uh, they had just an awesome display and they were very nice to them. I mean, it was probably the – you know the best group of people in terms of treating you know the retail that's cool stuff. right nice I saw, I saw Todd was there Todd McFarlane was yeah. there I saw pictures of him with his toy lines and everything like that so I didn't actually see a lot of the toys that he was showing off but I'm excited to see some of his stuff because I like some of his figures um, we'll see what that oh, that's cool like. when we go to the Suffolk uh, Comic Art Expo we got to talk to Ken Lashley because he does a lot yes, of work he, for Hasbro he does work for Hasbro he uh, is on their payroll um, I guess we can talk about that next, right? Yeah, absolutely. Coming up in April, April yeah. 14th at the Stony Brook University. Suffolk, is it Suffolk Comic and Art uh, Expo? Is that the official name of the show? Just making sure we don't <laughs> get it incorrect. We wouldn't want to... Uh, yeah, it's the, yeah the, the Suffolk Comic Art Expo. Comic Art. Yep. Comic and Art Expo, right? Comic and Art Comic Expo. and Art. So that's April 14th. Uh, Long Island Comic Guys will actually be um, in attendance as um, we will have a table. We will be selling comic books, some toys, some uh, maybe statues. some D&D stuff, statues. Um, it's our first big show. We're really excited about it. Um, he has a ton of other guests that are going to be there, like Ken Lashley. Scott Williams is going to be there. Um, uh, Jim, I think you had a, uh, a list of other people that were Billy Tucci. Billy Tucci. She's going to be Chris there. Chris Campana. Uh, uh, our friend Tom Travers is going to be there. Alex Sinclair. Alex Sinclair. Mark Morales. I, I mean, yeah. come on. This, this some, is, some big names. This big, is a big huge, names. Huge deal. Jason Metcalf. Yeah. Yeah. Jason Meek. And uh, I'll, I'll kind of sidestep onto the Jason Metcalf. So the guy who runs the show, his name is Phil. Um, he put me on to, he's a huge fan of doing these jam pieces. And if anybody knows or know what a jam piece is, it's basically, you have someone do a layout of like a multi-character um <laughs> sorry i'm being very annoyed by it. no, it's, my dog it's a good right it's now. a good dog yeah, I it's all right guys. she's hungry um, so <laughs> she basically you have someone do a layout for you and it's not like it's it's not really finished pencils it's kind of unfinished and you have a general idea of like what you want it to look like and then what you do is you go to each individual artist and have them kind of do a character so yeah, that's I, pretty sweet per- 
per um, Phil's suggestion, I actually went with Jason Metcalf. He did the layout for me. And on top of that, I actually asked him to do a character. Um, I haven't posted it yet, but I probably will post it by the time this gets released. So you probably have seen it. Uh, he did the character for me, uh, MJ. So it is a Spider-Man jam piece. Um, basically what it is, is Spider-Man's hanging upside down. Uh, to each side of him is Mary Jane and Black Cat. And then coming at him is like his rogue villains. I think there's might be 12 characters in total. It, it's pretty impressive yeah, to look yes, at. The, it's, I'm really excited about <coughs> to starting it, um, having more people do it. I'm definitely bring it to the comic and uh, comic show, uh, the Suffolk show, to uh, have someone else work on it. Not, I haven't decided exactly who yet. I have some ideas, <laughs> but uh, I'll share that as it comes through. But yeah, we've been between the three of us and Matt as, and Toy Story Matt as well. We've been. You know, going through our extensive collections of stuff that so needs, much. To get, needs to so go. Much. And um, yeah, we're just trying to get that ready. I mean, we have some time. It looks like 49 days, 10 hours, uh, two minutes. Two minutes. <laughs> Watching the countdown there. So, yeah, I mean, this, so if you're interested, that this place, it, it is at the Stony Brook University Student Activity Center. Um, if you're in the Long Island area, um, it's in Stony Brook, 110 Nichols Road. Uh, tickets online. You can buy the tickets online. They're 8 bucks, or if at the door, they're, uh, they're 10 bucks. And, of course, uh, kids under 10 are free. Um, so, you know, it, it's a good venue. It, it's a good, cheap venue to bring the family because if you've got kids under 10, it's free. And you get more money to spend inside. Yeah, Toy Story is under ten, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he could probably get in for free still. Well, we did. We did almost point him off as Jim's son one show. So we can <laughs> yes, yes, off. we did. Um, so yeah, it looks like a pretty cool show. So uh, please check that out. Yes, come join us and say hi at the booth. Yes, absolutely. That would be the first time you know we'll have a mass uh, mass audience to uh, come see what we actually look like. There you go. Don't be too frightened. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So mo- moving on, anything uh, new acquired from you guys? Any new comics? Any new art? Well, I guess I kind of already spoke upon uh, your jam piece. The your jam, jam piece. piece. Yeah. I just getting those two new pieces from uh, John Broglia today. Uh, I also from from Royal Collectibles. I was there the other day, and I usually never walk out of that store empty-handed. So. <laughs> Um, I did purchase a Amazing Spider-Man 15, which is the first appearance of Kraven. Uh, it's a CGC 9... Uh, I'm sorry. I, was not, I almost said 9.6. It's not 9.6. It's a CGC 6.0. And uh, I believe that knocks me down to 18 books Jesus, to have really? a full Amazing <sighs> Spider-Man run to current. <clears throat> That's from one to current, which we're at eight something. That's impressive. Wow. Yeah, it's... Uh, That's pretty incredible. It's probably the only comic books uh, collection that I want to keep. My <laughs> other 7,000 books I need to kind of move on to someone else who will enjoy them. But yeah, that was my big pickup so far. What about nice. you guys? What did you pick up, Bruce? Well, I recently got uh, a couple of pieces from uh, Comics Elite. I got a... a from uh, Dawn Matigue, she had a, a Vampirella one-shot Valentine's Day special. Pretty awesome. I love Dawn Matigue. Yeah. She's got a great artist. I got something done from her at uh, Baltimore. Baltimore, yeah. I briefly, briefly spoke with her. It was like, just a, just a lovely woman. Next time, um, I'm on her mailing list, so uh, I'm definitely going to pick up some artwork from her. And she's Canadian, which is Yes, yeah, she is. Yes, yeah, she is. 
just a just a great lady. If you if you don't know about Dawn, it's like you definitely got to follow her. She's on Instagram. She's on all the social sites, and she does a Twitch live feed live feed every once in a while. Uh, just an amazing talent. Um, I also picked up another uh, uh, another one from uh, Ryan Kincaid, uh, that Red Sonia. Oh, number sorry. one virgin <laughs> cover Ab- absolutely stunning it was like i was going through the website and i saw it and i'm like oh there's a red sonia cover and i'm like holy cow look at this piece <laughs> and it was like you know what it's like i'm gonna snatch that up too it's like i i just couldn't pass it up were they limited uh they are limited to uh 400 400 copies cool cool and uh, I looked this afternoon, and there were still some available. So if you are a Vampirella or Red Sonia or a Dawn Matigue or a Ryan Kincaid fan, you definitely need to pick up these pieces. Yeah, specifically on that Ryan Kincaid piece, I love Dawn Matigue too. But this Ryan Kincaid piece, I have not seen a – I don't know if I've seen a Red Sonia that looks as good as this. That's cool. It's yeah, it does look amazing. good. Yeah, most definitely. But, um, yeah, those are, those are my uh, – Two newest picks. I didn't pick up anything. I haven't had time. Really? Did I not pick up? It's it's it, 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 it <laughs> is do weird. Too. <laughs> Did I pick up anything? No, I haven't picked up anything this week. Another, Nothing. Another piece. Sorry that I interject. I wanted to uh, talk about real quickly. I actually just today. Um, Chris Campana, who you probably oh, saw yeah. the unboxing we did, yep. he has a new character called Gigantic. G I dash. G-A-N-T-I-C, which is kind of like a play on the old Master of the Universe names. Uh, that figure is kind of a figure slash statue. It's more of a statue, but it's based on a figure design. And it was designed by a Loose Collector, I believe. And it's in honor of his son who passed during um, his fiance's uh, childbirth. And they both unfortunately passed. But um, it's a great piece, and I believe it goes towards a specific... Um, charity that he's doing and I kind of apologize that I don't remember what the name of the charity is right now but I will add it to the show notes later on and you can check those to get the specifics on it but Chris Campana is just an awesome guy those were limited and they were signed by Chris if he does still have any available by the time this releases highly recommend picking them up they're um, $150 um, but just so you know, it does go to charity. You do get some extras with it. I believe there's bands to show your kind of like pride that you uh, represented the charity. But uh, it was just a really awesome thing. And I just wanted to do that to kind of support Chris and that whole thing. Because, you know, Chris is a good guy and we really enjoy his company. Totally agree. Yeah, right totally. on. Yeah, you have a picture of it on our Instagram. Yes, I did post I was, that. I was wondering. I reposted it from, um, from Chris's post today. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Very nice. Very nice indeed. What else is there? So I still kind of find it hard to believe that Jim didn't get anything. Nothing from Midtown? Oh, you were out of town on Wednesday, I was out of town this week. So, yeah. So, yeah, I got... uh, Well, this might be a good time to talk about the Star Wars stuff, right? Oh, we could do that. So, yeah. yeah. And then we'll go back to my my, my great week of traveling and checking (laughs) out... You were were a busy guy this week. (laughs) So, yeah. So, uh, Star Wars. So, um, I did last week... (laughs) Last weekend, um, I did a box, my first box opening on YouTube. Um, they were the new Tops uh, 2019 Star Wars Authentic Autographs <clears throat> uh, blind boxes. So um, 
What's up, Jess? Step away. Am I moving I stuff think around? You're moving that Whoa. table on the right. <laughs> Moving stuff around on the table. So these were the tops um, blind box that just came out. They're uh, they came out I think February thirteenth. Um, they're pretty much sold out everywhere. They're really hard to get. Uh, but what you get inside the blind box was a eight by ten photo of a major. Actor in any of the Star Wars movies, anything, everything from, you know, Star Wars, original Star Wars to the prequels to the Solo um, and the Rogue One uh, movies. And then the, uh, yeah, um, that was a signed autograph. Um, and you can get anything from Harrison Ford, you know, any of the major players. And you also got a, a, an exclusive card inside. So I was able to open up four of these boxes and I ended up getting. Um, uh, a couple of uh, some pretty good stuff. I got a. Uh, he he hates it. Uh, Hayden Christensen. I was just gonna he say need, you, you got TC's favorite. T, T, it's yeah. It's yeah. It, I'll be sarcastic here. It's TC's favorite character, favorite yeah, actor. I, I, I think he did a great job of completely ruining the Star Wars universe. <laughs> I don't know if him or Jar Jar was worse. I'll be honest. Wow. <laughs> well, you know, I I, I liked I liked the uh, the order. It's a nice. I it's actually a nice picture. Them. Oh, Jesus. All of them. Here we go. But not just the sand people, <laughs> the women and the children. Wow, that's pretty good. And I just want to let you know, my face during the theater viewing of this the first time was drawn down to about the floor. And saying this person was hired to do this, he got paid to do this. I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> but oh no, it was great. He's, he's a great character. <laughs> I, we'll talk he's about, he's a great character to hate. We'll talk about the rumored return of him later. Yeah. <laughs> so I was able to get an eight by ten picture of him from um, um, the last movie. What is it? Attack of the Clones. Um, that one was signed. I got a an Obi Wan from the Clone Wars, signed by uh, James Taylor. The Clone um, Wars uh, cartoon. The cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. James Taylor, um, not the singer. Um, and then there was um, who was the other guy? Who else did I the get? The guy from Rogue One, right? Rogue One, but uh, um, wow, Shin. Oh, Do- uh, Do- Donnie Shin uh, got his autograph, and then. Um, the other one was uh, Stefan. Um, God, I can't remember his Stephen last name. Stefan Wolf. Stefan Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was one of the. He was the voice of one of the Akbars um, on Rogue One. Um, it's it's kind of a strange character. Did yeah. you say one of the Akbars? One of the Akbars. Don't you mean the the. Uh, what's their name? The calamari, the calam calamarines, yes, the calamari. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> they classify him. I think in the in the shows, an Akbar. <laughs> oh, does okay. it really? It's like Ooh. I didn't realize that. Maybe it was a young Admiral Akbar. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But it, or they're, his father. They're, they're actually great. They're great pictures. Um, nice photos. If you don't have if you don't have autographs, you want to start collecting autographs from Star Wars. It's probably a great a great uh, way to start. They run a hundred bucks. You know, you spend that much, you know, going to a show. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. Yeah, depending on who you want to. So, yeah. I mean, it's $100. You might not necessarily get a character that would be worth $100, but you can get a character that's worth a hell of a lot more than yeah. Yeah. It was absolutely. Like, I'm sure that Anakin Skywalker, um, I'm sorry, Hayden Christian, even though he's a terrible actor, is very popular. And I'm sure that can score a decent amount of money. I would imagine. Secondary market. It was funny because I watched a, um, a a YouTube, um, not a YouTube, but uh, it was a Facebook opening. Um, so somebody was opening up. He had two of these um, 
blind boxes and he was opening them up doing a live 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 uh, stream and he opened the first one up and it was a it was a um, Forrest Whitaker Forrest Whitaker um, nice and Sorrera was his name Gog uh, wow wow brain fart <laughs> I know it's something so, Saul Guerrero Saul Guerrero Jeez Wow uh, brain, brain fart I was close Wow I flipped the first so two So he opened, he opened it up And he was like Oh this is great Opened up the second one It was the exact same picture The That's exact cool. same autograph The only difference Between the two Was one was in gold pen And the other one Was in silver pen Oh my goodness But the same exact picture <laughs> In both boxes That's pretty funny That there's different uh, inks Is there any word On whether some colors Are worth more than others I have no idea But it was hysterical To watch this and everybody, everybody in the chat was like, "Oh, oh, how, what?" So it was, yeah, it was how actually, does that happen? It was funny to and watch. How many that. did you open when you? I did opened the unboxing? a four. You did four. Yep. Okay. And I may have another four on order or six. Four or six to be determined. <laughs> to be determined. Uh, but we'll see if I get those. Yeah. But you uh, know there will be another unboxing. There so will be stay another. tuned for that. Yeah. So it was it was a fun experience to do that. But yeah, okay. So that's what I picked up this last week. So I did pick right. up something. That's cool. Hey, right. it's something new. Something to add to your yeah, ever-expanding collection. Yeah, yeah, we're trying to expand this to the YouTube world, too. So we are uh, planning on putting more content. Uh, we did go down to my basement today <laughs> and find that there could or could not be maybe a double-digit amount of sideshow statues that have never been opened. And that's, you know... Among and the ones that this, have already this, been opened. <laughs> this, is, this is no joke. He opened up a closet door and it was nearly floor to ceiling of sideshow well, boxes. may or may not have been. Un- let's, let's be, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, <laughs> they were unopened. It's, it had the original tape on it. Yeah. They weren't even I, opened. I think yet. I've done a brief <laughs> video or um, maybe a photo on Instagram that shows currently how many statues are in my office. And there's quite a few. Just a little bit. Yeah, I have a, I have a statue <laughs> obsession. Uh, Tom Pilari, if you're listening, this is all your fault. <laughs> Unbelievable. So with, with, with your trip, you were down... Um, so yeah, I, w- I was on a business trip. You uh, were down south. With my company. Um, I was only supposed to go for a day. You know, take an early flight out, come back later in the afternoon, be done with it and everything else. But unfortunately, there was a snowstorm up here in New York. So coming home was not going to happen. So I got to spend the evening uh, overnight in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, so I decided to uh, check out a local shop. So I ended up finding uh, a shop called... Uh, um, not quite such a little local shop. It, <laughs> no. Um, it, it, was, it, was, it was a nice shop. Yeah. Um, heroes, <clears throat> excuse me, heroes uh, are hard to find, are not hard to find. Right? right, heroes are not hard. To find. Heroes are not hard to find. It's a crazy <laughs> title for a shop. Like I, it, it's it's uh, what, they couldn't go easier. But these are the guys that run Heroes Con. Um, I don't know why they couldn't just name the shop Heroes Con. No, I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's uh, maybe maybe, maybe their their convention came after the shop. Yeah, was maybe, opened. maybe. But it's a uh, it's a great shop. I had uh, I got to talk to the owner uh, Sheldon. Um, he uh, coincidentally, Sheldon. That's pretty funny. It's, it's very a, funny. A big geek uh, TV show. <laughs> what was nice about the shop? It was it was op- it was an open floor plan. Um, you walk in, you know, one side of the sh- store had a full wall of um, 
graphic novels. The other wall on the opposite side had uh, all the newer books. In the middle, there was, you know, you had the register surrounded by statues. And behind that, there were some older books in, um, you know, um, uh, in boxes. And even behind that, on the back wall, was the older books, the Silver Age. I think there was some some gold age, Golden Age in there. And then um, I didn't get to see inside the case, but I think, you know, it, it, there was a, a drawer kind of case that may have had some original art but um great job i think the prices looked pretty well within everybody else that i've seen um like i said they run they run heroes con which we'll be attending uh in june yes june, june 14th father's 15th, day weekend 16th so we will be there but if you're in the charlotte area um or if you're planning on being in you know, taking a trip down there for any other reason, I would check this shop out. It was it was a pretty cool shop. I think just a clarification here. So I am looking at their Instagram page currently. I believe his name's Shelton. 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 What did I say? T. I thought you said Shelton. Oh, I did. I may have said so, Shelton. So it looks like here he's been the owner since 1980, and they've been doing the. Uh, Shelton Drum. Since 1982. That's pretty impressive. And a lot of that does go to the Heroes Foundation, which helps a lot of the older artists and, you know, struggling creators nice. uh, in the industry who, you know, a lot of those guys were, um, as in our last episode with Tom Travers, you know, a lot of those guys weren't, didn't have the contracts and paid well. What was it? The, I'm, I'm blanking on the word here they said freelance they were a lot of those yeah. guys are freelance yeah, yeah. so you know they didn't get a lot of the benefits that's maybe some of the artists and writers do today so it's really nice that they do do that um so we we haven't been to this show the heroes con so we're, we're, we're looking forward to it um it looks like a ton of artists which is very exciting um it you know i i when i was talking to the uh to the owner of the um of the shorts uh, of the shop I brought up the fact that we went to Baltimore, and he said, you know, our show is exactly like Baltimore. Baltimore is newer. Um, these Heroes Con's been, uh, uh, been, been around longer, but, you know, the, the, the Baltimore show is kind of based off of how this is ran. And I think, that, I think he said something, the fact that he was friends with the guy that, uh, that runs Bal- uh, the Baltimore Con. So it's very excited. We're, uh, we're looking forward to hitting it up. And I think those are the kind of shows we're looking to do now. Like with all these big shows, like kind of like, you know, we're in New York, obviously. So New York Comic Con has turned into like more of a pop culture, you know, phenomenon that doesn't really focus on the comic books. You know, that's the thing that I loved personally about Baltimore last year. You know, it was a true like kind of almost old-fashioned comic book show where there was an emphasis on the comic books and the creators. And, you know, there were some kind of celebrities and stuff like that. But, you know, that wasn't like the main focus. It wasn't overwhelming. Yeah, and it wasn't like, you know, Mm -hmm. there wasn't like, you know, the wrestling and like, you know, you have like, you know, the, the huge displays of like, you know, people who are like Chevy and Geico, like we've said at New York Comic Con, which is kind of refreshing and enjoyable for like a true fan of the comic book industry. The the way I like to think about it is, you know, with the, with the, with the Baltimore show is that you can stand on one side of the, the, the floor and see the complete opposite end of the floor because you don't have the towering displays and everything like that. So it's a nice little show, uh, but with big names in the industry, which is kind of cool. Oh yeah. What else we got going? Very good. Um, Let's see. I guess uh, any other upcoming shows besides Heroes? Um, I think Big Apple. Oh yeah, it's gonna be Big Apple coming up next month. So that'll be so. This will be the fourth. So this coming weekend, which will be I think the eighth, 
is uh, yeah. is when Big Apple will be. We're definitely going to try and make it to at least one day of that show. Uh, it used to be good. It used to be kind of a lot like we were describing, which was it was purely comic books. I think they have stepped it up in terms of like the celebrities and trying to get a little bit more of that crowd. And you know, at the end of the day, we spoke about it t- today with you know some of the other guys we met at All Star Comics. You know that that brings people in, like you know, it you does. some type of celebrity to you know bring it in and make the show kind of profitable for the people who are running it and put the time into it. So, you know, I understand that to a certain degree. It's just kind of all of the other excess stuff that bothers me, and especially if they're a celebrity who's related to, like, something in the comic book or geek industry. Like, you know, I'm perfectly fine with, you know, someone who's in a comic book movie or a comic book TV show or, you know, who's related to D&D or something, you know, Star Trek or sci-fi. But it's, you know, when you randomly have someone who has nothing to do with that, it's really weird to me. But um, yeah, I think uh, I think that's a very good show for people. Look, in the past, it's been a great show to buy. Yeah, I know. You know, the first couple of times mm-hmm. me and uh, me and Jim went to uh, Big Apple Con, it was you know we picked up some really nice books, good and, deals, know, reasonable prices, and flipping through those some of those boxes, I was able to find some a lot of first appearance and you know cheap. Yeah, uh, we got lucky at that show. Well, I think that was kind of before, like right before things started blowing right. up to the way they are now, where prices are just. I mean, there's a lot of people buying right now, and prices, you know, people are willing to spend that money. So, you know, if you're willing to get it, you know, prices are just going to rise. But we'll see. Um, Toy Story's not here, but he's uh, <laughs> he's very convinced that the bubble is coming. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. All right. Very good. So going, uh, you mentioned uh, upcoming uh, TV shows and movies and stuff like that. So uh, Netflix has... Uh, has a couple of new uh, shows coming out. I know uh, what is one of them is uh, Doom Patrol and well, that, that's that's DC Universe. Yeah. Doom Patrol's DC Universe. That's oh, all my out. mistake, my mistake. That's all good. Um, but the one you've been you've been watching the Punisher. Yeah, and I've been catching up with that. So I think when did they? Was it January? It was released. I think um, the Punisher. I'm only halfway through it. I've watched the first seven. The first episode was absolutely amazing. First episode of the new season. <laughs> yeah, of season two. Very good. I mean, John Berthenall is just a really good Punisher. Um, yeah, but I, I have enjoy, to. Agree. I've enjoyed it so far. The one thing that rubbed me the wrong way is the guy who's playing um, Jigsaw. Like after what Frank Castle did to him in the first time, he's got like three or four scars and everyone looks at his face like it's like oh my god who did that to you it's just like it's really not that bad <laughs> like if you saw Punisher Warzone like that terrible movie like that yeah, yeah. terrible Punisher movie like the way that guy's face looked like that's like oh my god like your face looks terrible like this is just like I don't get that but I mean other than that I've, I've kind of enjoyed it um I don't know compared from season one to season two I feel like this one has a little bit more action so far hmm. if you can believe that um, but I, I've enjoyed it so far more action yeah I feel like because <laughs> some of them was a low my biggest problem with season one was that um, that part where that guy micro with the guy, the character micro kind of locked him up I feel like that was like three or four episodes with him and that guy just sitting in a bunker somewhere and I'm just like oh, I've had enough of this <laughs> but um, I, I haven't finished season one yet no and um, I'm so behind on Punisher I mean I was really behind on the Netflix shows for a while and I finally caught up the the worst definitely being Jessica Jones season two I gave up on I that I enjoyed nothing about that show um, yeah, it, w- it was a little disappointing. Yeah, the, the the first season, like 
it wasn't really even her that I was impressed by. I really liked uh, Luke Cage mm-hmm. and um, Purple Man. I forgot who played him, but he was fantastic. Um, but she's just kind of like vanilla meh yeah, yeah. to me. Um, the other shows are definitely much better. But, I mean, as we all know at this point, they have been canceled. I think yep. Jessica Jones Season 3 will be the last show to be released. I yep, in July. quote me on that, but... Um, the rumor is that they're either going to be moving to Hulu, which is very much Disney-owned, or to the Disney service directly. But per the contract with Netflix, it's got to be at least two years from what we've heard. You know, I, I was yeah. just I was just reading, too. Does Disney own FX? Because there might be moving to FX, too, is what I just read a couple seconds ago. That it says Hulu or FX. FX. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think they've decided exactly where it's going to move to. I do think that we are going to see these same characters being played by the current actors again. I wouldn't mind if they did replace either Jessica Jones or Iron Fist, which is funny enough. I hated the first season of Iron Fist. I actually pretty much I really enjoyed the second season of Iron Fist, which was very very much better than the first which I thought yeah, was Yeah, I, I haven't seen the second season but everybody I talked to said that it's much better than the yeah, first one and before <laughs> just and I personally didn't think the first one was quite that bad it was a little slow slow I didn't enjoy I think but, he, I mean, in my opinion his performance as Danny Rand in the first season was really weak I think he does much better in this second season but um yeah, the first season was just... Before Jessica Jones season two was my least favorite um, Netflix Marvel show. Um, I do hope they keep uh, Luke Cage and Punisher as John Berthenol, though. Those are definitely my two favorite, followed by um, Charlie Cox. And um, I don't know if we're going to see any more of... Uh, who's the Kingpin? But Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh. I do... It is a little bit of a different take on the Kingpin, but I do enjoy the way he does it. He's he's a great actor. I thought he made a great kingpin. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I hope they uh, they keep him at least on Netflix for a while. I got I should probably catch up. <laughs> so another thing that I heard is I think the last film to be released that's a Marvel Disney film it was Avengers. So Avengers is currently I think available to watch like the the Avengers Infinity Wars that's on Netflix I yeah that's currently on from Netflix from what I've heard I don't think you'll be seeing any other Marvel they, Disney that was supposed to be they, the last they, they said uh, from what I read was Captain Marvel is going to be the first movie to be on the new platform to be available on the new platform so whatever whatever which, this is going to be which I think at this point the name's supposed to be Disney Plus yeah I don't know if that's what they're going to officially launch under but I still haven't heard when that's going to happen what I've also heard is some of the shows, the Marvel-specific shows they're working on, they're spending maybe like $100 million a show. Jeez. And wow. I don't know if they're doing... I think That's any, crazy I've money. anywhere from three to six they're doing. I know they're doing that Bounty Hunter show that um, the guy, Happy Hogan, what's his name? He's also the director. Oh. Uh, I'm, I'm so mad. I blank. can't remember his name. Blank, right blank. But um, I think he's uh, spearheading the Bounty Hunter show. <coughs> Excuse me. But, yeah, so those are, I guess, officially canceled now. So I'm wondering if the Star Wars, the... 
John Favreau. John Favreau. Oh. Every time, right Hogan. before I, I open up the IMDb app, I'm about to look and I remember. I wonder what they're going to do with the Mandalorians. That and is that going to go on the new platform? Oh, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm referring to. Oh, is that that's where? Yes, and I'm pretty sure that's going to be on that platform. That's got to be on the new yeah, platform. That's where it's going to be released. Okay, because that's going to be exciting. Wow. Yeah, the Mandalorians. That's going to be really cool. That I'm excited for. That I'm really excited for. So uh, I had also mentioned the Umbrella Academy. Either one of you uh, watch it? I Tessa, I think you've seen the first I ha- one. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I saw the first episode you saw last the first night. One. Okay. Yeah, Toy Story has been watching it too. Who I, also really enjoys it. I got to understand the character. I I know nothing about the comic book. Neither, I've neither never do read I. it. I know nothing about these characters. Um, I I thought maybe you know I've only gone through the first episode, so um, I would like to have seen. How they got to where they're at It kind of just it, To me it just kind of started In the middle um, So I You know I know nothing there, about these there, characters There's There's um, uh, some flashbacks Okay um, You know uh, Sometimes it's Like a whole uh, It's the whole Family flashback With all the kids Sometimes it's just One particular child Does a little flashback So it kind of gives you a, a little bit of background To you know how they were growing up when they were like ten year old, ten yeah. year old, and stuff like that. Um, but I'm with you. Is like I didn't know anything about it either until we had our Yankee swap I, at Christmas. Yeah, and I picked up that Lashley, the rumor sketch. Mm-hmm. I I just picked it up because I thought it was an awesome sketch. And then when I heard that the you know there was the Umbrella Academy on Netflix, I was like, oh yeah, I gotta watch this. I was I was a little shocked when 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 the credits at the very beginning started going, and I saw Mary J. Blige's name pop up. Like, <laughs> what? Where this yeah, come out? Yeah, I, I was too. I was um, too. Yeah, and Mary J. Blige was <laughs> who? I, no idea. And then you know, and she kicks ass. Oh, she kicks. She ass. kicks butt. Yeah. We're trying to Sorry. be PG-13. We're, yeah, we need to be, yeah. <laughs> um, we, we want it to be able for everyone to listen. There you go. Sorry about that. We, so, <laughs> yeah, right? we'll, yeah, well, we could try, but, you know, it's fine. <laughs> um, and the other thing that really took me back, and I'm going to say it, and I'm sorry, um, is... Did I hit something? I'm making noise. You've been knocking on the table uh, oh, while well, you just you yelled just, at Bruce before. I know. Doing that. <laughs> We're trying to, yeah. All right, all right, all right. We're giving you a you've sneak Jeez. Wow. <laughs> um, that I can't stand her. Um, the what's her um, kid number six? I don't know. Uh, Page Ellen Page. What's her name? Oh, the girl who is uh, Kitty Pride in the X Men movies. Is that who it is? Yeah. Well, she was also in. Um, Number six. Are you talking about Vanya? Yes. What's her name? Page. Ellen Page. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's. I, can, I can't that's, stand that's her. Oddly familiar. I. I. Yes, I, it is Ellen Page. It's funny. She's the she's list top on the uh, on the casting here. I I can't stand her as an actress. I think she's horrible. Really? I I'm not good at this. I'm you know here I'm speaking on a microphone and um, I I I can't you know you it's, say it's horrible horrible <laughs> horrible because um, obviously we we're one of the few people that listen to all these podcasts. There you go. <laughs> and I've noticed Jim does like to use the horrible. Word. Yeah, I do. Yeah, um, I I don't like her. Um, I she brought nothing. Even just the first episode, I felt like. She, she, I, I don't know. She she's a hit or miss person for me. I I, I am looking forward to watching that once I finish um, Punisher. I'll probably start that up. It's funny that you brought up her as Kitty Page. Uh, um, Kitty Pride. Kitty Pride. Kitty Pride. Because 
I liked her as that role. Like yeah, I, 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 I didn't, I never okay placed that. That. Yeah. that. That that was her. She was in another weird kind of movie where the guy from the office is like kind of becomes like a superhero, and she wants to be like his sidekick. And I can't remember the huh? name of the movie. It was. It, it wasn't. It wasn't like John Krasinski or Steve Carell. It was the guy who plays Dwight Schrute, and I'm so I'm kicking myself in the butt. Right Sidekick. Now. Yeah, he's a. Well, she wants. How to how old son. is this? Like ten years ago. Rain Wilson. So he's in a movie called the. It's just called Super, and it's weird. It's from <laughs> 2010. And it says, after his wife falls under the influence of a drug dealer, an everyday guy transforms himself into Crimson Bolt, <laughs> a superhero with best intentions but lacking in heroic skills. Wow. And it's weird. Like, she's, like, his, like, neighbor or something. I don't re- really remember the whole story, but she's like, wants to become his, like, sidekick or something. I just felt like she was just blah. By like, the way, Kevin Bacon is the drug dealer, I believe. Oh, nice. Who gets his wife hooked up. Well, she, she is just... Blah in the TV show because you know she, you know she's different than the other, than the other six because she don't doesn't know have you, any power. Well, yeah. well, I'm I'm not going to go into it just for the respect of our audience and and for Jim no since he's no spoilers no 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 spoilers. But um, yeah, she she doesn't have any power. She's an ordinary girl, well. you know. So she's and I I personally felt kind of sorry for her because she was she was. The outsider amongst outsiders, you know, yeah, it's kind of yeah. weird that way. But uh, you know, it's like uh, I, I like them all. It's like I don't really know any. Well, except for Mary J. Blige is like, well, the, the one guy, the the um, I think it's Tory something. Um, he plays the guy that was on the on the moon. Well, what's his name? Tom Hopper. Tom Hopper. I've seen him in a few things. Yeah. Um, I'm the, not exactly the, sure what I've seen him in. The the steroid buff one. Yeah, well, he's in. Uh, <laughs> what was he in? He was in Game of Thrones. He played. Um, oh, he was the he son. Was Charlie. He was. Uh, so I guess he's. He was the one that got toasted by the uh, the dragon, by right? The dragon. Yeah. That's so right. That's the, um, the other kids, like the fat kid's brother, right? That's his. Older yes. Brother. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's the one that got toasted with his father, the the dragon. Yeah. Oh. There you go. Yeah, I remember seeing him I somewhere. I don't really recognize any of the other stuff on his uh, profile here that he's done personally. Yeah, I, I watched it. I was like, where did I have seen this guy from? And that makes a ton of sense. Um, and I just found out something last night or early this morning that, you know, the writer of that, of the Umbrella Academy, is is he was a singer from a, a band back in the uh, the early 2000s uh, My Chemical Romance which it's, is it's good to hear that you don't listen to any of our podcasts because they brought that up in the Tom Travers episode did they? interview episode yes <laughs> no yes, come on yeah Tom, Tom knew that funny enough Tom because we were talking about was that one of the questions? no we were talking about Umbrella Academy um, and back away from the mic. Yeah. <laughs> back away from Tom is like, oh, isn't that the one wrote, written by the guy from My Chemical Romance? And Matt was like, yes, yes. He's like, I'm surprised anyone wow. else knew that. See, you you heard it here, folks. One of our own members don't isn't doesn't even listen to our you own know what? podcast. I'm the one that edits this thing, and so the, the amount of times I listen to it, I tone a lot of this stuff out. He's like, it's so white noise. <laughs> Hopefully, it's, it's not too white funny. noise to some of you listeners out there. <laughs> That's too funny. All right, moving on then. <laughs> yeah. So. um yeah, if if you haven't uh, if you haven't uh, watched, you know the Umbrella Academy. I definitely, I, I definitely suggest that the uh, Comic Guy's recommendation. Right? Yeah, definitely. You, you you definitely get a two thumbs up from me. I'm I'm, a, I'm speaking through uh, Toy Story as well. He's given two thumbs up. 
There you go. There you <laughs> go. Good. I'm excited. Thank to you, see Toy Story. I'm coming, excited. To coming see from your uh, your Steakhouse. date steakhouse birthday trip into the city. <laughs> yeah, that guy. That guy. <laughs> that guy. Well, I'm excited to see the rest of this uh, to catch up on. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's very good. I haven't finished it. I'm like a. Um, I just finished episode five. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you know, you you see you see some pretty cool stuff. So it, uh, what you think might be a little slow and confusing, it it kind of picks up, picks up, and it, it it all starts to fall together like a puzzle, which is pretty much what I felt like the felt like it is right now. But it's good like that. That's cool. So the the other show, um, I'm not sure if it's on our list to talk about, was the Doom Patrol. Was that uh, yes, yeah. it was. So that I I I. I was a big fan of the other of um, of Titans, and when they brought Doom Patrol in for the one or two episodes on on Titans, it was pretty exciting to see that. And now that it's got its own show, um, it's funny that they they changed the uh, the guy in the wheelchair. I can't remember his name. But I, so I've only watched the first episode. I think by the time this episode will be released. The first three will be available. First three will be you, Jim. You I've caught up to the second one. Yep. Right? Yep. I've uh, watched listen, the second one. Watched. Excuse me. <laughs> But, um, uh, it was second ones. It's just as good. I really enjoyed the. You know, and just a full disclosure out there: if there's anyone, you know, if if any parents wanted their children to watch this with them, it's definitely. Um, it's not a kid's uh, seventeen show. and older, eighteen and older. Uh, it's not PG thirteen. There was definitely language, and you know, some, there's a lot of language, yeah, and some, some other stuff. Provocative, unsafe for children. Definitely don't watch it at work. Not safe for work. <laughs> Not suitable for work, folks. And it's it was crazy to see Brandon Fraser in that scene. Yes, and that's basically almost opens the movie, right? It, yeah. Uh, the, so the episode, the first the, episode. Um, again, it's it's a it's a pretty graphic scene um, that is not safe for work or kids. But it was it was crazy to see him in that position, yeah. not realizing that. Maybe it wow. wasn't the opening. The opening was. It was pretty close. You know what the what the kind of pleasant surprise to that was, which I didn't originally know, is Alan Tudyk, the one who yeah. does the robot. Yeah. Yep. Um, I know him from A Knight's Tale. Yep. I was a big, Loved that. I was a big fan of that movie. It's a great randomly. movie. It's supposed to be like a rom com. I was like, I don't know if it's a rom com. I kind of like. It's a great it. soundtrack too. But yes, it's, it's a lot of David Bowie and yes, everything else. Queen and people like that. But uh, he's just he's awesome, and it seems like he's set up to be the villain here. Yeah. Yeah. And it was great to see him in that role. Like it's amazing, and even in, um, uh, what was it in Rogue One? Not Rogue One, but uh, no, in the Titans. Like there were some people. I weren't there some people in that that were like it was surprising to me to see them. I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now. I digress from uh, what I was me. saying earlier, though, that they changed the chief to a bigger actor. So the chief was originally, I'm not sure who the actor was, mm-hmm. but now it's Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton. Who, Maybe that's where I was going with that. Yeah. It's like they changed it. Like it's a big actor now. Yeah. Um, and it's it's good to see that. This, have you seen Cyborg show up yet? Spoiler alert. But if you don't know that Cyborg's going to show up, you haven't paid attention to any of the yeah. reviews. <laughs> so Cyborg just does show up in episode two. Okay. Um, uh, I've got issues with that. Um, you know, I'm so, I'm used to seeing him in the, the movie and it's, it's a different, obviously it's a different guy. They do. Oh, t- you thought Justice League was a movie? <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know what's funny? It's probably my third favorite DC movie, but I don't know how much that's saying. Yeah. It's just, it was, you know, obviously the time frames don't fit the movie side right. of it. And I think, yeah, we can get Which is fine. Movie. I mean, that's that can open up a whole can of worms. Yeah. Um, but it, it, you know, it's, 
here, here you got Cyborg tr- trying to become a Justice League member. It, that that does come up. Okay. Um. So it's 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 very interesting to uh, to see this side of it. I, I'd like to. I like. I can't wait to see how it, it's going to play out. That's more interesting. Than, then I mean, I enjoyed the first episode for sure. Um. I recommend anyone who is of appropriate age to watch. Yeah. And again, this this is. I know nothing about Doom Patrol. I know just as much as I know about Doom Patrol as I know about the Umbrella Company. So it's Academy. Academy. Um, <laughs> Um, so I'm I'm really excited to see where this goes, and episode two. It's are you really excited to see? Where <laughs> I'm this horribly goes? excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, By the way, everyone, this is not actually Jim. This is Christopher Walken. <laughs> I don't know how to I don't know how to say his voice. So I'm not really good at that. Um, but yeah, two ep- mice fall in a bucket of cream. <laughs> wow, that's the best I can. Do. <laughs> Uh, episode two is a little more is it's it's quirky. There's some stuff. It's just it's it's got everything. Just donkeys doing stuff. It's just it's a weird. Oh boy. It's it, it's it's if you. It, I'll probably watch soon. I'd like to be caught up. Soon. Yeah, it's it's. I like it. I'm excited for it. Uh, I can't wait to see where it goes. And just a heads up to anyone who's not using the DC Universe. Um, this is where it's available. It's on the yeah, DC sorry. Universe platform. Um, what they seem to be doing with all their shows is they're not allowing it to be like a binge, like the entire series. They're releasing one episode each Friday, it seems mm-hmm. like. The same thing they did with Titans. And uh, I guess they're going to go with that, you know, way of doing it until further notice. Um, I wish wow. I think it's okay. It's kind of like an old, like, I kind of miss that to a certain degree. I do like watching as many as I can, but like you kind of miss that like nostalgia value of like when you were a kid and it's like, all right, well, I guess I can't watch this again until next episode. Yeah. I, mean, I guess there's, I like it. I guess there's plenty of bad um, comic book related TV shows that we do that with on real television. But. Same bat time, yeah. same bat channel. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and just so you know, if you're a, if you're a big fan of Titans, um, I guess they are going to be start shooting um, in March. I believe, from I what I understand, from, or did it get delayed? I think it may have gotten delayed. I, not, I haven't heard anything about that specifically. Um, I, last thing I read was March, end of March. It was supposed to start filming. I really enjoyed it. I didn't have a problem with anybody's portrayal of the characters. I thought the way it ended, I, it's, it was kind of a cliffhanger. I mean, the last episode was kind of exciting, even though, you know, if you haven't watched it yet, it kind of has a weird ending but it may not be real or not, which I feel like I knew what the truth was kind of early. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, it was kind of a weird ending, and I'm curious to see where it goes, but I really enjoyed the show. So I'm looking forward to a season two. Yeah, me too. Good Very stuff. Nice. Very nice. DC Universe, check it out. And did we ever talk about how they did kind of expand upon their library of comic books? Since we are we, talking about we, them, we, we kind of did. We we talked about how it's coming out slowly, and we wish it was a little bit faster. Um, I know, you know, th- I was on the app this week, and I noticed a lot more comics on there. What I did notice, which I'm not a fan of, is they now have a section where um, um, uh, I can I can be a little more specific, but where comic books that are leaving that they're taking off. Um, Already, which I didn't like. It seems like um, they don't have enough on there to take off. So I, I, I if I, I understand Marvel, Marvel Unlimited, they've got everything and they keep everything there. Well, no, I, that's I, not I, necessarily true. There is some of the stuff on Marvel do they does get removed, but I don't think like the big books get removed. Like you I know, think they need to expand on their 
their servers so they can have all their I content. I think so too, because honestly, like, even, like, I really want to read all these Superman books, all these yeah. Batman books. It's like, you know, I understand there's, like, they might have other titles on there, which, you know. Here we go. They call it, here. they call it Last Chance to Read. And right now they've got uh, Manhunter, they got Red Robin, Checkmate. Um, they've got some books on here. I'm not sure how many, but it's their last chance to read section, which doesn't really make sense. Um, they have one, two, three, four, five. There's six books on here. It's not a lot. I, but I at the end of the day, in progress still. I, 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 I'd rather them not do this. Um, I'd rather them keep a nice library, keep it there, give people a chance to read it. Because this is a new plot. This is new. This just came out a yeah. couple months ago. Why are you already taking books off here? Yeah, That's exactly. not giving people a chance and, to read it. And server space is not that expensive anymore. We are it's, in the 21st it's, century. It's all cloud-based. So like this Red Robin, <laughs> I think I want to read this, you know? <laughs> No, you don't. don't (laughs) No. What about Manhunter? Do I want to read that? I don't know. I read this checkmate. It wasn't that great. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I mean, they have they have expanded their library. I've noticed a lot more on here. Um, I you know I hope they continue to add more to it. Stop taking stuff off of it. Let's just make it grow. Um, But yeah, Yeah, there you go. Anything so, else in the kind of TV world that we want TV to talk shows? About? Yes, and I am sad to say that I did not see it being Dungeon Master. No, oh. <laughs> Big Bang Theory. <laughs> oh yeah, D and D episode, and I missed it. Yeah, only uh, only just. Uh, I only saw it. So yeah, it was a pretty cool episode. Um, so if you can catch it, I know usually the first week of uh, CBS uh, online. They have it for free. You can watch it for the first week free, and then after that, you have to be a paid subscriber. But um, it was a D&D episode. Um, it was huge names. Huge names. You had, uh, you know, William Shatner. You had uh, Kevin Kareem, Smith. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, <laughs> yep. Uh, Joe, Joe Magan- Maganello. Who was wearing one of his Death Seeds. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. And, he, and uh, he, he posted something, too, about using the dice. dice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, I read that. story about the dice. What was that story? Used, like, so the original creator of the D&D, of D&D, right? Gary, Gary Gygax? Yeah he, yeah, he used dice that were his, right? Yeah. His, his son... I the, He got yeah, dice from him? Yeah, his son... Uh, I think that's what, it, what he said, yeah. yeah wow. That was kind of like the, the, <laughs> the brown story. I was like, oh, that's actually pretty cool. That's my, pretty cool. My wife, like, oh yeah, like I saw that three weeks ago when they filmed it. Like, they, he had posted a picture with all of them. I was like... That's something you should share with me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't know how I missed that because I follow Joe Maganella because as soon as I found out that he's like an undercover I, I follow him too. He didn't yeah. mention anything about it. But you know who did mention it on his Instagram fa- page was uh, Will Wheaton. Oh, yeah, so Will Wheaton. He, he had pictures Will on Wheaton it. And, and, and Will, Will, well, yeah, Will Wheaton was the DM. It was hosted yeah. at his house. It was at his house. So he was DM. He was the DM and he was the one, you know, people wanted to come over to his house to play. And <laughs> That's fun. It was a big giant <laughs> secret and everything else like that. That's awesome. But it was, it was cool to find, you know. It, I have zero belief that William Shatner knows what D&D is <laughs> and, or, and definitely has never played in his life. <laughs> no, I got to agree with you. I don't think <laughs> I don't think he's ever played. He hates geek culture so much. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny watching it because it, it's amazing to, to sit here and watch this now in, what is it, 2019? And, you know, I can remember 
you know, back in the early 80s, playing D&D, you know, D&D came out in, in the late 70s, um, and it didn't go anywhere. Like, it was a, a small clique of people that played it, um, and ever, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attribute this to Stranger Things. I mean, really, ever since Stranger Things came out, D&D exploded, you know? Now, yep. you, you know, you got all these people now want to play it. Um, it's all over the TV. Everybody knows what it is nowadays. Um, uh, you know, uh, What's his name? Um, the DM here, here, he, he may bring it up, but you know, um, there's going to be a D and D. If you if you want to elaborate more on it, uh, Bruce, um, you know, Stranger yep. Things D and D box. Uh, if you want to take on that, yeah, there's going to be a. Uh, oh, sorry, phone's a little slow here. D and D box set, you uh, themed, nice. themed um, Stranger Things themed. I'm trying to pull this up right now so I get all this information correct for you guys. But I'm sure that you guys have seen it. It's been on the, it's been on the web for a few weeks now. Um, yeah, it's a traditional red box set, but it's got the really cool. It's got the demi gorgon um, on the front. Demi gorgon on the front and um, scary. <laughs> I would imagine his figure is inside. I think. Um, yeah, yeah. They they got a picture so, of the figure here. Yep. I don't know go. if you guys seen Everyone it there. It's like so. It's like, yeah, everybody can see it. Yeah, I'm showing you guys. Like you, you showed guys can the see it. So, but you know, you, you know, now we got these shows, the show and this stuff, and it, you know, you can attribute to to the Stranger Things world, and uh, it's I nice think to see that's it. Definitely brought it into like a, a more mainstream, mainstream. Light for sure. I think there's people that are playing it kind of quietly, and I think it was big among like an inner circle. But um, yeah, yeah, it's definitely. It was always down on the hush no, hush, noticeably. And I think we probably started playing like at least together with me after that had premiered, right? The, it was right after. Yeah, yeah before, I believe before, so. Before it started getting hot again, yeah. so we can yeah, we, we can we say we're playing. I, mean, I think we were planning on playing because you guys have always, had always told me that you used to play, and I was like, you know, it sounds interesting. Like, and it always seemed like an an, an extreme part of geek culture to play D anD. d but uh, I really enjoy it, and you know we don't get to play as often as we would like, considering like all our schedules and you know trying to organize. What is it? Was it six people in our party? Six. And uh, yep. yeah, and some of us play with two characters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, think, I think we should invite one more. Maybe we'll give one of your characters. I'd like. To, yeah, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm a little too attached to my characters. I'm, to, I'm to okay with giving up one of mine. Uh, it's tough playing too. So I play um, a sorcerer and a and a dwarf. Dwarven fighter. Dwarven yep. fighter, yeah. Magdar. Yeah, Magdar. And, and Magdar. And he's, I, uh, he's pretty he's a pretty BA. Oh there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh Sush is um, pretty uh Throw some pretty heavy. We're, we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> we're we're gonna have to do a D and D episode. I think, yeah, I think that would be cool if we, we could talk about our characters and uh, something. Get the DM here to to uh, to elaborate more on on Dungeons and Dragons and the history and what's out there and how to get involved more in playing this. Absolutely, and we're, we're, we're thinking about doing some type of video streaming when we play. I don't think we can do it for the entire time we play because <laughs> it's a long time. That, that would be like a D&D. four or five. Four or five hour video stream. Yeah, I don't think anyone would be willing to watch that for that long. Um, I wouldn't. I personally would never watch it. <laughs> like if we released it, I was like, I'm not watching that. I lived it. <laughs> I lived it. Yeah. In 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 case you didn't uh, you didn't know about it, the uh, Stranger Things D and D module is uh, gonna it says uh, ships May first. I don't know if that means you're going to find it in the stores May 1st or it's if it's just going to be shipping out May 1st. Maybe. But, yeah, you can pre-order, which uh, which uh, I'm about to do tomorrow. I was going to do it today. But, um, and uh, I should also let you know that Season 3 of Stranger 
Things arrives on July 4th. Oh, oh nice. Cool. Nice so, long weekend yeah. thing to do. Absolutely. I'd be proud of myself if I finished it by the time I went back to work. There you go. There <laughs> well, you the go. good thing about that is both my wife and my sister-in-law enjoy watching that too. So that'll be like there you a, go. Plan, a planned thing where everyone wants to watch. There you so go. I'll definitely be able to get that in. Um, yeah. Close the door, order the cool. pizza, and you know what we should binge about? some Stranger Things. I don't things. really think we've talked about it that much is the kind of the tiles that you guys are working on since we're talking about D&D right now. So for those who have never played kind of the traditional way of playing it's like you almost play on this mat that kind of looks oh. like a graph paper but um I was wondering where you were going at with both that both Bruce what? and um Jim here DM and Jim uh have been creating these tiles where you kind of like it, they're they're making it into what looks like a dungeon or whatever type of category. you guys can so, elaborate better yeah. than I'm doing so, here I'm drowning a this, little this, this is Jim so I'm gonna say I, I've been a for the last, I'm gonna say four years, um, I've been a 3D printer. What? I'll back up a little bit too close. Um, I'm, I'm a big 3D printer guy, so I bought my first 3D printer probably about. Uh, why are you Why are you doing that? I'm trying to keep it light and fun. Keep it light. Keep it fun. <laughs> um, I've been. I bought my first 3D printer probably about four years ago, um, and. I grew out of it pretty quick because it was a really small one. So I'm gonna say about it's. I probably I've had my bigger one. I've a. I'm gonna say. We don't want to talk about the 3D printing. We want to talk about. I know. I'm getting there. I'm getting, <laughs> you know, so you don't want the history. Of 3D I've got a bigger sure. printer. It's a Prusa Mark III. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, it sounds like a um, Tony Stark. Th- there you go. <laughs> um, it's a much bigger print. It's a much bigger printer. So um, I was. I bought these plans. These these files where um, I can print out the tiles, and they're they're nice. They're probably they're two by two inch tiles. Um, fully 3D printed. Um, it's got the you know the full texture of what you know looks like rock. Um, they're low walls, so your figures. So the little miniatures we use, they got they can move around on these tiles, and we build them out to the maps as we're uh, as we're playing. Um, so I've printed up. I've been printing a ton of these things. The the DM Bruce just. Uh, just picked up a 3D printer and started doing uh, printing some of these tiles out too. So we're going to end up having our full maps in 3D which instead is, of which is going to be amazingly cool. To yeah, me personally, who's not you know who hasn't been playing D and D for years. Um, Bruce, Bruce and I DM. Didn't you just create a, a door recently? You shared a picture with us. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. He did a, a he also yeah 3D, a, 3D, a 3D 3D printed a door. functional door. Were, for were those the doors tiles. I sent you? Yes. Yeah, because I print. I have a bunch of those doors too, and they yeah, move. The good. doors open and close. That's, it's pretty they're cool. on little, you know, little. And, and the figures actually fit right through, through the door. I did see that in the yep. video that you sent us. We should have just we should have shared that. I don't know why we didn't share that. Yeah, I don't know why. We'll we'll, we'll share these on our Instagram because it's um and it, I'm painting mine to make it look more like rock and 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 you know just dirt and everything else like that to make it a little more realistic. But like we're saying, you know. Me's talking about this. Like, have you seen the new picture from Joe? Mac, um, I, I I don't even know if we're pronouncing his name correctly. It's Maganello. Maganello. My, if my wife he, was awake, she would tell he's us got, the exact pronunciation. He's got a full town. Oh, like have with you seen buildings? Have you seen his and, DM, DM I, dungeon oh, yeah. room? I'm jealous. It's just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, eventually we'd like to, you know, I think we're going to end up, you know, it's, it's funny from when Bruce, uh, DM Bruce and I started playing back in the early eighties. I mean, we had the old graph paper, the blue line graph paper with the little tiny squares. And that's how we used to play mm-hmm. So now, you know, we're using, uh, a mat using a, a grease marker to make our, uh, to make our, 
our maps to now move into a 3D tile world. And the and next a, will be the digital table. That digital gonna, table that with a buy. TV. That's the next <laughs> thing. Having a, a TV that's with the uh, that's embedded in the table and using um, the TV as a map and the map moves. So it's it's pretty. That's the next stage of all just this. Just so you know, you know we're geeks when we say that we're jealous of Joe Maganello because of his D&D room and not because of his wife. Right, yes. right. Yes. I'd rather have his D&D room. <laughs> Anyone who doesn't get, know. I just want to get, so get away at his, right? his D&D room or so his beautiful wife. I just um, want the, I, the beholder he's got hanging in the middle. That is, that I, that's all I want. Cool. Like, so I, Joe, if you're listening to this, I'd like to have the eye of the beholder. Please tell us where you got it from. <laughs> well, you could just send it to my house and I'll leave. <laughs> Call me. So he plays a lot with, um, I guess they're a big company called the Pickle Dragon, yes. right? Because yes. they've, they've actually liked a couple of our um, postings and stuff like that that we've tagged them in. But that's pretty cool that uh, that they do get to play with it. I'd love to have my, you know, eventually my this podcast is going to move into my basement one of these days once I start finishing it. Which we're I, just going to turn into a dungeon. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to look like a freaking mark, dungeon. Mark our words right now. By 2057, Jim will have that. <laughs> <laughs> 2057 2060 I was looking at it <laughs> oh sorry but I, I want I want I need to give you hard deadlines okay. to make sure you get there <laughs> alright alright all right. Um, but yeah very exciting stuff good stuff alright any other TV shows that we're watching I don't know Bruce uh, I believe Jim was talking about some of the CW stuff rumors about the CW shows the only I don't one, know what's true and what's the only one the only one I heard about was Supergirl. the cancellation of Supergirl um, I haven't watched it in probably a season or two I kind of lost interest in all those CW I shows too. I started I, I caught up over like the winter break in December like when they took a hiatus and honestly, nothing was really overly interesting. I still kind of enjoy Flash, but I gave Super, up on that too. Supergirl yeah. is just really unenjoyable t- to me personally. Arrow has gotten just bad. Um, I heard so. I also Legends of Tomorrow was never really good, and it's just see. I liked it in the very beginning. The first, I'm gonna say the first half of the first season. I liked Legends of Tomorrow. I've liked it a little bit more this season because of the John Constantine character. I really like. I think it's it's funny. Matt Ryan, I believe, is his name, and mm-hmm. the reason I I remember it well is because one of the main sports I am interested in and still follow is football, and Matt Ryan's the name of the quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> but um, yeah, he's been he. He's, he plays the Constantine character really well, but I mean, better show, than Keanu Reeves. Um, I I really enjoyed. That I like that movie. That was a good movie. But um, it's definitely not the traditional Constantine. <laughs> but I mean, it was lucky for me that I, the, the reason probably I enjoyed that movie is because I didn't realize it was based on a DC Comics character named Constantine. <laughs> Neither did I yeah. <laughs> at the time. But um, yeah, it's just like uh, all those shows are really not great. I mean, Gotham. I haven't caught up on that. Oh, I'm I'm caught up on Gotham, and I I like the direction it's going. I know it's ending soon anyway. Yeah. Um. It's I. It's. I it, never loved it. It's come. It's. <sighs> I feel like I'm almost like I torture myself because, and now it's even worse because I feel like I have to be on top of that stuff because we're being part of like the comic yeah. culture and media that you know we're putting stuff out there and you know we should know what's going on, but it's just like ugh, I really don't want to watch that. Honestly, you know, one of the only shows that I like watching that's kind of geeky is Orville. I, really I love Orville. Orville. <laughs> what a great. And it's funny because, you know, knowing that, um, I think Seth MacFarlane mm-hmm. is his name, you know, he does all this funny family guy stuff. And it is funny, but like the first couple episodes I watched, I was like, there's a certain level of seriousness yeah, to these yeah, yeah. two, which is like <laughs> surprising 
and like I didn't expect that, but I still kind of enjoy it. Which, if anyone doesn't watch it, I recommend it. It's a it's a good show, though. Uh, I laughed my butt off. When, I think it was two episodes ago. I'm I'm, I'm behind, so you can. I, I'm not worried oh, about oh. doing it. From <laughs> well, no, it, you know, one of the characters is Norm Macdonald. I yes, love him. He's, he's funny. he plays a character that's it's not him. It's it's, it's a, blob. a it's a blob. Yeah, but one of the episodes, <laughs> it, it's him. Like he, and it was just it was funny to see him. Um, I like him. I, yeah, I think I, it's, it's an enjoyable show. I think everyone kind of like does a pretty good job as their characters. He's good as a captain. I, I really like he, his t- type of comedy. You saw the episode with Rob Lowe. I mean, Rob yes, Lowe was in it. Was, like, that was pretty funny. This is great. Yeah. I think he's got, he's pretty well respected in that, yeah. you know, thing. So he, he has a good following of people. So, yeah, I mean, other than that, like on the actual, like live television, I don't really know if there's any other show that I enjoy watching okay. that I can think of off the top of my head. I don't know about you. Yeah. You know, going going back to Gotham, I mean, my my favorite character in the entire show is Bullock. I, oh, yeah. I he's the only he's the only one that I, yeah. he's funny. It's it's he's my favorite character in that entire show. At some point, I in the beginning, I did really enjoy the way that um, those guys were doing Penguin and Riddler. I thought they were good. It got old. Yeah, it did. It got and, old, and it's just like. <laughs> Like every episode I watched, I was like, I felt like I was forcing myself to watch it yeah. so like I can be relevant in like my comic book knowledge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, got old. Um, but I guess we should move on to like kind of the news that's going on in movies, right? Is that our next agenda? Yeah, movies, Captain Marvel, Avengers. Yeah, so I guess let's. Uh, I we'll be seeing those in the next two months. <laughs> I mean, at this point, all the yep. trailers and stuff are out. You know, do with that what you may. You know, make your own assumptions. At this point, I'm just waiting until I see the movie. Yeah, it's, it's you know, I've, I've been catching a couple of the, uh, you know, uh, Rumorville. I mean, let's let's just call it, you know, it's a rumor. But, you know, uh, Captain Marvel, they're saying it's not going to do as good as the other type of Marvel movies. It's gotten pretty low reviews on Rotten Tomato. Um, uh, we'll see what happens with that. I, I don't... I, <laughs> I feel like I hate going into a movie. Be okay. I mean, you know what? That could be a thing for Disney too. They might even be putting that out there to have people have low expectations and going. Because I feel like anytime I go in thinking it's going to be terrible or not having an opinion, I usually enjoy what I go to see. I mean, there's occasions where I do have that, and I was just like, oh, I was kind of right to have low expectations. Yeah. But I, I have to agree with you, TC. Yeah, I, I try not to read and watch yeah. too many of the trailers just so I. I the last couple of times I've done that, you know, I was just kind of like, like, really? I was like, oh, that kind of sucks. And so the less the less I know, the better it is. Agreed. Yeah. I guess we can go into like kind of some of the rumors that we've been hearing. Who knows? You know, we're not saying how much weight to put into them or anything like that. But um, one of the things that I did hear that we talked about a little bit earlier uh, Heating Christensen possibly rumored to make an appearance in Star Wars Episode Nine. Mm-hmm. No. no, no name yet, right? Officially for no. that movie. Nope. Uh, I don't know if we've ever specifically talked about it. I was extremely disappointed in the Last Jedi, um, and I already wasn't excited for Episode Nine. And Hayden Christian's involvement for me personally is decreasing that lack of excitement. So I don't know. I mean, there's no way I can say that I'm not going to go see this movie in the theaters. I mean, I love Star Wars. I know, Jim, you're 
You're going to go see it regardless. No, yeah, I'm going to go see yeah. it. I, I, yeah, you again, have to. Again, I have very low expectations for it, so hopefully yeah. that will benefit me. I think, oddly enough, and I don't normally do this, like I said, is like I was pretty excited for Last Jedi and really let down by it. Because, you know, I, everyone keeps saying how these movies are mirroring the original series. Yeah. How they're doing that. <clears throat> and I was just like, so in the back of my mind, I'm like, so I'm basically going to go see Empire Strikes Back. Like, this is going to be cool. And we went to go see it, and it's just like, huh, I guess this is like a really, really bad Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I don't think, I think even a lot of the actors, I think even when they've spoke to Mark Hamill, I think he was a little bit disappointed with some of his performance that actually got cut. And yeah. Get cut. From what I've read, I don't know how much of that is true. But, um, yeah, that's one of the rumors I heard. I don't know what your feelings are on I, Bruce I, as our... Uh, Bruce, I'm sorry, Jim. <laughs> as our expert on Star Wars, I, especially without Toy Story here. I, um, I've, I've actually stayed away from a lot of the news on this movie because I, I want to be excited for it. Um, I, you know, The Last Jedi, I found out a little too much before I saw it, and I was let down. A little bit, like I, I like the last Jedi. I'm not, I, I didn't, I'm not gonna say I loved it. I liked it. We'll talk about separately what part of it that you liked. <laughs> it was Star Wars. The, the, yeah. It was a Star Wars movie. I'll be he, he liked the fact that it was just a Star Wars movie. Yeah, I, I liked about the first ten minutes of it, and then it was all downhill after that for me. Oh wow! I don't know why they haven't realized this yet. I realized it after the Force Awakens. Um, but their best character is Poe Dameron in these new movies. Yeah, and he's their Han Solo. Of these of this trilogy, and they're underutilizing him. Agreed. And we just keep getting this Finn and what's the girl's name? Ray. Ray. And it's just like this isn't the character anyone cares about. Right. <laughs> like, even though right. it's the main character, and I know she's a girl and she's like our Luke Skywalker. But by by Empire Strikes Back, Lucas, who everybody gives you know likes to give crap to about his movie making realized how big Han Solo was after movie one Mm -hmm. and kind of I think shifted the focus a little bit more to him and it doesn't seem like they've realized that in uh, these new movies but well you've had a different director in each of them right so I mean it's it's unfortunate Um, yeah I've I've tried to stay away from the news on this Um, I know that they released a picture of their last when they finished wrapping up and Mm -hmm. I saw that but I'm staying see the, the gift that um Finn got no. So somebody got him like a gift. I think it was a from Amazing Spider-Man. It was like an Oscorp um, vial. Really? I guess um, the guy <laughs> who plays Finn, John Boyega, is it? Yeah. Yeah. He's a big um, Spider-Man fan. Oh. So somebody got him. It was weird. It was like a prop. He was like, I believe it was a Osborne like canister prop from like Amazing Spider-Man Two. Well, that's weird. The Garfield <laughs> um, ones. Oh. But, well, there you go. Different movie. Hello. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> That's too funny. What other movies coming out? We got the. So I'm. Um, I'm just. I get high hopes because J.J. Abrams is doing the third one. Well, I mean, if we want to stick to that, I did enjoy the first one, The Force Awakens, yeah. and I feel like a lot of people didn't. My main reason for enjoying it, though, it was two words, and it was Harrison Ford. And really, other than that, it was just like. Eh. Yeah, Harrison Ford was the main reason I enjoyed that movie. Um, Harrison Ford is probably the main reason I enjoyed the original series. (laughs) Interesting. I mean, as a kid too, I did like Luke a lot too. Um, I like Luke a lot more than I liked Ray. 
But I also feel like they didn't put too much on Luke's shoulders in those original ones. Like in the first one, he's kind of like a whiny kid. Mm-hmm. And then they back up a little bit on like, like I was saying, like I, they realized that Ford was kind of the more popular character. Right. The more to control character. and everything else. And, and you know, even though Empire was more focused on yeah, the Falcon and, and, and Ford. He's training with Yoda and stuff like that. Yoda is really the star of that scene, which, yeah. which what they should have done in this movie was like kind of make Mark Hamill the star of like right. those scenes. And you know, Ray was just kind of learning, but I don't know. It's just... It's almost over, man. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens yeah, next. Yeah, almost, almost over. But um, I guess another rumor that we recently heard, and, and, you know, it's flying all over the internet, so if you haven't heard it by now, you'll hear it here. Uh, Army Hammer, currently, as we're recording now, until further notice, has been rumored, and if you don't know who Army, Army Hammer is, he was in that poorly received Lone Ranger movie with um, Johnny Depp. Uh, he was in the movie The Man from Uncle with coincidentally Henry Cavill and uh, he was also in the social network he played those twins I can't remember what they are Von something twins and uh, he's rumored to be in final talks to be the new Batman from what I read as of today which is February 23rd he hasn't been asked about his schedule currently so he's denying it (laughs) no one's officially admitting it I don't know what I have in an opinion either way it's definitely better than some of the names I've heard and it's kind of younger, so we'll see. I, I mean, DC's new approach to kind of focusing movie by movie is good if there is some connection there at all. If there's no connection whatsoever, hmm. like, I don't want, like, no connection. Like, they can't, like, they keep trying to be the opposite of Marvel. It's like, being the opposite of Marvel isn't a successful business plan because Marvel's successful. They can't copy them. But they can't be completely different from them either. Like they need to do their own thing, but kind of follow, I think that formula that Marvel uses. Interesting. Cause I'm looking at all his movies he's done and really it's nothing major. Those ones I've probably mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Those so, are probably the biggest titles that you it, would know of. <laughs> it's interesting that they would, Look at this guy, but maybe that's what that maybe that's what they need. Maybe they need I somebody think they coming need in, someone that people kind of know, but isn't a huge name. I have no idea se. who he was. You said his name, I I could not tell you <laughs> who he was or what he even looked like. Yeah, I mean, I guess good news on the uh, DC front as well is finally Jared Leto. Mm. From what I've heard, is officially been canceled as Joker <laughs> going forward. Yes, um, <laughs> I think I don't know if there are people out there that were a fan of that. Um, interpretation. I don't think anyone at this table or any other tables that we frequented <laughs> enjoyed it. No. <laughs> well, who's the other guy that they got playing the Joker, though? Um, so Joaquin Phoenix That's right. is playing the Joker. I think that might have wrapped filming. I'm not sure. I, I didn't put any information. I probably should have jotted that down. I'm glad you brought that up, Jim. I don't know when that's supposed to be released, but i definitely more excited about that than anything. Absolutely. Because he kind of looks like the Joker. And from what we hear at standalone, I hope it turns out to not be true. I would much rather see him interact with a Batman than some other guy. Like, I hope they don't do this and then, like, just get another another Joker. Another Joker. It's just like, because that wouldn't be enjoyable. But, um, yeah, we'll Interesting. see what happens, I guess. I guess I can, maybe we'll just stay on the DC train at this point. Mm-hmm. So, w- along with that is... You know, they're making this Birds of Prey movie. Very exciting. So mm-hmm. I, I told both um, Jim and the DM here, the official name of this movie is Birds of Prey and the fa- fantabulous emp- emancipation of one Harley Quinn. 
So, uh, <laughs> I don't, whatever. Where did they pull that from? So, I think there's. Wow. Some, yeah. So, I think this is part of from what the, the, um, the synopsis on Internet Movie Database is that she's left the Joker. She's kind of trying to do good. And she teams up. Well, so what, while I'm saying she, Margot Robbie, is returning as Harley Quinn. Yes. Uh, she's teaming up with the Huntress and, and Black, Black Canary. Canary, who um, Huntress is being played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Um, so if anyone is a fan of the Scott Pilgrim movies, she played Ramona Flowers. Loved her in that. I, I enjoyed that mm-hmm. as well. And the other girl, um, her name is, Jean, I'm sorry if I mispronounced Journey Smollett-Bell. She's mostly known for Friday Night Lights and The Great Debates, and she'll be playing Black Canary. They both, everyone looks kind of good. I've seen... Have we seen what of, the best Black Mask is going to look like? I, I, well, I was going to mention that next. Sorry. Ewan McGregor is playing yeah. Black Mask. Huge. I just seen that. I didn't Ewan McGregor is pretty cool. Uh, I haven't seen what he looked like with any mask Holy on yet. Cow. Are you seeing any pictures No, of that? I just saw it. It's, it's on the cast. I'm yeah. like, what? I mean, other notable cast is Rosie Perez is playing Renee Montoya. Who, oh, look at that. I like Rosie Perez. It seems <laughs> like that she's a little older to be playing Renee Montoya, I mean, considering the age of the other characters. Um, Foods that begin with the letter Q. Q. Quail. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I just needed to edit that. (laughs) Uh, Love you, Rosie. And another thing that I noticed, I don't know how many other people have really spoke about it, but um, a girl named Ella J. Basco, who I think has done TV show episodes here and there. I, one I saw was like Grey's Anatomy. Uh, she's playing a character named Cassandra Kane, who, from if I'm just going to speculate here, will probably be a young version of the eventual Batwoman. Because as we know, Cassandra Kane is Bruce Wayne's cousin or something like that. Yeah. And eventually becomes Batwoman. So who knows what can happen there? Oh, she's a she's a little girl. She's a kid. Yeah, she looks pretty young. Yeah. I don't. It's really hard to say. Give an opinion on this movie. I mean, a lot of the photos I'm seeing is mostly of Harley Quinn, and I feel like they're going to focus on her. I don't know. I also heard mixed rumors about whether she's going to be in Suicide Squad 2. I've heard both yes and no. I don't know which one's the actual truth. But I didn't hate her as Harley Quinn. I also didn't love her as yeah. Harley Quinn. Yeah. I feel like she was just okay. She had a weird kind of voice. I know she's has an accent. Was she Australian or something? She's like Australian. So I just feel like her accent was kind of... Not accent so much as like the way she was trying to go with Harley Quinn was a little inconsistent to me. But hey, I'm not an official movie critic or anything. That's just my personal feelings. Interesting. Yeah, I, this first I'm looking this up and uh, it kind of looks cool. Uh, it's got a nice cast on it. Yeah, most wow. definitely. I mean, with I, I guess the thing that makes me most most hopeful is Ewan McGregor. Yeah, so that I might push like it over. I, I can't imagine he would have a bad performance in it. I'm just, I guess, I'd be worried about everyone else. Um, Interesting. You guys have any other thoughts on that specifically? No, actually, I don't. I'm I'm just kind of flabbergasted by that title. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, I think they're really trying to stress the fact that she is no longer attached to the Joker. And that's basically the reason for that. I don't oh know my if goodness. that's going to be the name on the. Could on you the can you imagine movie. seeing the movie poster? 
Huh. I can see it in some like weird 60s, like how it was like coming in like 3D. I, I'm going to imagine that's going to be a much smaller print. <laughs> it's got to be, yeah. Well, that's pretty exciting. Um, yeah, I'm very excited over that. I'm not yet. You're not? I'm, I'm going to wait to see more. We'll see what happens. I've just, I've really set the bar low with DC. I did get a little bit of glimmer of hope with Aquaman. I do think it was a step in the right direction. I hope they pick up on them mm-hmm. and keep trending in a positive um, direction. But we'll see. I'm, I'm not going to start jumping up and down when I hear about DC movies just yet. It's interesting that they went to... So I'm, I'm, I'm just in the middle of reading from um, DC Universe. I'm reading the Gotham City Sirens. And I'm surprised that they didn't go that route. So it's funny, I think because of the popularity of Harley Quinn. So the Birds of Prey are supposed to be Batwoman, uh, Batgirl, excuse me, Batgirl, right. Huntress, Black Canary. Right. They decided to kind of replace Batgirl in this situation with um, Harley Quinn, which I get because I don't think they're any longer considering doing a Harley Quinn solo movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true or not. This is, just, this is just my thoughts. I think you're probably better off. <laughs> um, and I think they were, wasn't Joss Whedon originally attached to do a background movie? And yes. I felt like this probably would have linked up to this and she probably was originally supposed to do. I think they're kind of like backtracking here and like making different decisions, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, because I'd, I'd like to see it, Gotham. I thought there was. A, I thought that was on the roadmap at some point. I I have heard similar. I I think everything at this point with DC is just unsure. Like I I don't think they know exactly what they want to do. In my personal and, opinion, and that's and that's a great swing in into the to the DC news um, that was dropped this week. Yeah, I think that's a great point to bring up. So, um, um, so yeah. rumored not, news. Uh, no, I think no, I, I, I think this is official. So um, it was dropped this week about DC um, dropping a dropping ton of a ton of titles. Titles, titles, titles yes. Um, they're calling it the new twenty two because <laughs> that uh, they may be dropping down to twenty two titles a month, which is not a lot compared to what's out there now, and then compared to what Marvel has. Um, who, who, in my personal opinion is the one that really needs to drop titles. And I know, yeah. you know, you get multiple Batman books and multiple Superman books. Multiple um, Spider-Man books. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> this, uh, I'm, I'm a Spider-Man reader. I think there's probably six Spider-Man books that I maybe read four yeah. of them. I, um, I only focus on one. <laughs> you know, there's a ton of, like, Avengers and stuff like that. And it's just like, there's how many X-Men book are, books are there. If there's anyone that really needs to do this, in my opinion, it's Marvel. Because I think I personally read the Spider-Man stuff and the Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. And when I say Star Wars, I don't even read all the Star Wars. I'm down to the Star Wars main title and Darth Vader, who if no one's reading Darth Vader, it <gasps> may be the best comic book that Marvel is putting out. Well, it's yes. done. You do know it's done. Is it finished? It's finished. For now. Well, yeah. There is a new one coming out. A new... I forget what it's called. Volume 3? <laughs> no, it's it's uh, Vader and something, something, something. Um Okay. Well, but I'm behind. Thank you. you are behind, but that's the, it's done. Um, it's, that series is done. I, I, I highly doubt that that's going to be a long-term thing. Yeah, but there's there's a new Vader series coming out. It's okay. something totally L- different. Looking forward to that. Um, as long as it's not specifically about Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that Darth Vader is not even connected to Anakin Skywalker. When I think about him, he's not Anakin Skywalker. He's just Darth Vader. <laughs> so, so this is the news off coming from... Um, Bleeding Cool, 
Um, so a little little comparison here. It looks like Marvel um, had 102 comics on the shelf in January and 90 in December. DC put out approximately 52 in December, which only had four weeks. Then the number is going to shrink to 22 titles a month. Wow. And there's no wow. – I don't believe there's any news on which books are getting dropped yet. No, it's not. Um, and DC – you know, they happen to be the ones that I'm reading more titles of. I mean, I was reading Batman and Detective. I kind of stepped back on Detective. I wasn't enjoying it as much. Yeah, uh, I did the Batman, same. The Batman book I do enjoy. I enjoy, I mean, I am a Superman guy, but I really enjoy both action and Superman, and the Superman title. I think that those have been very strong, in my opinion. Uh, <clears throat> I, I don't, is Bendis doing both of them? I know he's doing Superman the Superman title. I don't know if he's... I think someone else might be writing action. Yeah. But I think they're both good. And it's been a while. Like, the entire New 52, anything Superman-related, was pretty bad. Like, other than... Yeah. I think the Snyder one, that's that miniseries that he did, um, Superman Unchained, from that era uh, during the New 52, that was the only thing Superman-related that I enjoyed reading. That was good. Any other title, even, like, Superman Wonder Woman or Superman Batman. Actually, the last couple... Um got pretty good I would say like the last few issues when that new 52 Batman um, new 52 Superman was dying so uh, I mean other than that the uh, the Superman oh sorry spoiler alert yeah, there 52, you go. new 52 Superman <laughs> dies <laughs> you know now now that I'm thinking about it like I, my, my shop where I go to is Midtown Comics in, in Times they're Square they're really a shop they're a corporation they're a corporation <laughs> it's, like, it's like Disney for comics yeah um, you know, walking. You know, when I get my new books and comparing their wall of Marvel and DC, I mean, DC is a lot smaller now. What can they get rid of? Like, really, there's not a lot of books that they can get rid of. And it's funny, you know, we were talking a little bit um, with Billy Tucci and John Broglie about it today, and it's just like I think everyone agrees they kind of do need to do it, but at the same time, you're kind of giving opportunities to let, let there's less opportunities for like new creators yeah. and stuff like that which kind of stinks and you know we we do want more opportunities especially for you know the talented people that we know and hope that they they can get into and break into the industry but um what, what this point what this right. will be good for is the smaller publishing companies right maybe like you know, really i'm not gonna to. say that they're smaller but the idw dark horse the dark image. horse like i would love to see dark horse step up there step because they need yeah. to i mean they've lost i'm gonna say they've lost a lot they lost the star wars line when it went to to marvel usagi yojimbo they just found out is yep, moving to idw yep they're moving so they're i on a given week they've probably got two or three new books a week which so, is and I love Dark Horse so comics basically every Friday what I do is my local comic book shop which is Best Comics um, in New Hyde Park uh, they send me out my list of you know what I'm going to order and I go on previews and I you know look through what's available and I need uh, you know Dark Horse and some of those smaller companies it's just like it's not like the 15 lines that you know the Marvel and DC's books are which I mean you know you understand those are the big two but you know, I would like to see a little bit more. I mean, I feel like Image does put out a decent. They do. They, they they Image do. Image is probably has to be the the number three, three. On the table. Yep. But you know, I would like to see some more, and I and I think they are working on that. I don't I don't recall. I'm I'm sorry. I don't remember which company is doing the new Buffy book, but that looked pretty cool. That might be Dark Horse. I think that's them. That is Buffy the Vampire. That is Dark Horse. I up a couple of the first ones. You know, I was I a think, kid. Yeah. I was enamored with Sarah Michelle Gellar, so I really enjoyed <laughs> that show. But um, they had a couple of nice covers. I haven't read it yet, but. I did pick up that book. 
but yeah, maybe maybe this is a good opportunity for the smaller publishing companies to step up and put out some some get some of these artists who can't get on the DC yeah, side and the Marvel side and, and know, get make, some stuff out you there. Know, make their I guess bo- make their bones that way. Yeah, or their rap, however you want to say it. I good guess stuff. since we were talking about how we think Marvel should. Uh, should reduce some of their titles. The one rumor that I did want to mention in terms of the movie world was, um, I don't remember where I heard it, but there was a rumor that, I don't know if it was Kevin Feige specifically, they're looking to cast their Wolverine this summer. (laughs) So I think we had a debate last time about whether they should cast a new one or should they go with (laughs) Hugh Jackman. And I've heard a little bit more. And um, again, a friend of mine, Jimbo Slice, uh, knows someone who trained with Hugh Jackman and he just doesn't want to do the training anymore. He's like, he's not interested in doing it. He doesn't want to keep up with the diet and, you know, the workout routine. So I think there's 0% chance that he's going to return to do it. I don't think Disney wants him to do it. I'm not saying that he did a poor job. It's just, you know, they want to move on to someone new. And, yeah. He's, um, he's getting, is, he's getting a little bit older and yeah. So I said he was in his forties last time I made a mistake. He was actually, he's actually 51. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if they want someone for at least the next 10 years, I mean, you don't, want to push the guy into his 60s being Wolverine. Maybe as an old man Logan. Yeah, I, I remember <laughs> you saying that last time, and I'd be perfectly fine with making a legitimate old man Logan, um, like it, like the com- the original comic book story. But um, I don't think anything's official on what they can do. I think there's still some official legalities that need to be tightened mm-hmm. up before they can make any decisions, and I think that's why it's very quiet from the Disney side about what they're doing with the properties of... X-Men, yeah. Fantastic Four. Yep. I'm sure like we're going to see those two properties pretty much the same time. Uh, Deadpool is going to fall in their pockets too. Pretty much any of the FX properties, I think. Uh, you, you know, you mentioned you know the, um, the Marvel TV shows possibly going to that FX mm-hmm. route, which I'd be fine with to Marvel Netflix TV shows, excuse me. But yeah, we'll see. I mean, Marvel doesn't have as many. Uh, I feel like it, the sun just keeps shining on them. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like DC, we're just hoping for so much. And then Marvel's like, well, I guess we're losing all these characters like Iron Man and Captain America. But we got this guy Wolverine people seem to like. <laughs> Has anybody seen these Deadpool movies? Does anybody like these? It's just like, oh, man, these guys. And if, and if I really have confidence in anybody finally doing the Fantastic Four justice, I mean, I think they're the only ones that can do it yeah um i've probably said it before for me personally fantastic four i've never really enjoyed reading any of their books they're not very interesting to me i mean thing and um johnny storm who um what is he human torch they're very cool i like their chris evans again (laughs) i don't think they would go back chris evans i don't think ever wants to do any superhero stuff again but um yeah it's just i feel like sue and and um, Mr. Fantastic. What's his first name? I don't even remember. I can't remember either. No idea. <laughs> Reed Richards. Reed Richards. There you go. <laughs> I couldn't even remember those Richards. You see, that's how little I care about the Fantastic Four. They've been, they've been gone uh, up until recently since, what was it, Secret Wars 2 or whatever, mm-hmm. like the relaunch of Secret Wars they did. I was just like... I'm perfectly fine. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I know that because I, I, he posts a lot on Facebook and on social media, but like Ryan, uh, Ryan Reynolds yes, does, like yeah. really, really wants to get Hugh Jackman back into the uh, Wolverine suit. Yeah. He really wants to do a movie <laughs> with him because he's, he's really disappointed that he lost out on that in that 
being in that time frame when those were coming out. Well, he technically was in one with he him. was the origins, but it was but not the Deadpool as it is to character. Yeah, he was know? Wade Wilson, yeah. um, so he's really disappointed that he missed out on all that. And it's he's it's funny because to this day, I mean, you'll see new videos of him trying to get him to get back into that suit. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> and, he's gonna do it. It ain't gonna happen. But it's it, if you get a chance to check out some so, some some of these social media posts with Ryan Reynolds and and Wolverine, he's a funny guy. Um, he's an actually funny guy. I feel the like two of them together yeah. are hysterical. Yeah. Um, I have seen some of it, and it's, it is pretty funny. So you get a chance to check that out. Um, did you? Is there any? I mean, I know we've talked about this in the past. Some of the names that might be on the uh, the Wolverine I list. I, I haven't heard anything updated since then. I I think the movie episode, uh, the bonus episode that we released, we mentioned that. We heard Harry Potter's name get thrown out there. Daniel I don't Radcliffe. Know, uh, yeah, I don't know how much. Um, Keanu Reeves. I I never heard that one. Maybe oh. we were just looking at different things. Um, I have heard the name Tom Hardy, who I feel like he his name gets thrown in there. Mm. He's the guy who played Bane. Yep. Um, he's he's in Venom. I can't see him doing that and Venom personally. That's tough. Um, but yeah, there's just been there's been a couple of names that I can't think of right now. I don't know what they're going to do. I think, like I said in the movie episode, um, the bonus episode, they should just try and go as true to character as they can. They should get, you know, a guy who's like maybe 5'8", who's, you know, built pretty big, who I, I mean, Tom Hardy does fit that description, but they just need to find a hairy guy. And if they can go back in time and just get Robin Williams and get him like pumped up as, <laughs> as, as possible, I think Robin Williams would have been made a great, it's, it's a weird pick. If That's you, funny. You, you know, it's funny. Um, What's another person from back in the day? I hear, um, like, someone did, like, oh, if uh, they always do this, if the Avengers was made in, like, the 70s or the 80s, I think one of the ones from the 70s has, like, Clint Eastwood as Wolverine. <laughs> I was like, okay. That's interesting. That's okay. interesting. Maybe his son. His son has kind of, like, that look. Clint Eastwood's son, he was, in a, he was like, one of the lieutenants in a Suicide Squad. Okay. Um, I can see him doing it. But, yeah, I mean, I think, I think their best bet is... It would be awesome to get someone you know. I think it's probably a little safer to go with more of a relatively unknown than a bigger star, in my opinion. I mean, if Marvel seems to do a good job with these castings... You know, it's funny. One of the castings um, for Captain Marvel specifically that I saw recently... So the blonde-haired girl, she was Marjorie in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Someone... I, th- I don't know if it was Boss Logic. I don't want to accredit it to Boss Logic incorrectly, but somebody did... Um, a picture of Captain Marvel as that girl. I'm, I'm going to look her name up because I, I don't want to get people confused on who I'm talking about. But they had her as Miss Marvel. I was like, oh, man, they missed a huge opportunity here because she looked great. Like oh, She yeah. looked like comic book perfect wow. for the role. And I'm not saying she's a better actress or anything than Brie Larson is. And I, you know, I don't really have a lot of um, background on what she's done other than um, I've seen her in what, what's the movie 21 Jump Street she was like the girl in the first movie she was like the love interest and that's really the only thing I've ever seen Brie Larson in. oh I don't remember that um, <laughs> yeah but she plays like the girl that he um, the, the heavy set kid I can't remember his name is into I'm trying to find the name of this girl who they did it to. You guys talk about... Oh, here it is. It, Natalie Dormer. Okay. She yep, played yep. Marjorie Tyrell. Yep. And they did um, a Photoshop of her as Miss Marvel. And I was just like, oh, man, it looks really good. I'm sure I'm, uh, the DM and Jim, her picture right now. Yeah. She's actually, she actually looks even prettier in this picture. She, you know she was also in? She's the girl who um, gives... 
uh, Captain America kiss in the first Avengers movie. Oh, that's when right. He's reading outside the office. That was her. Oh, that's but, funny. Uh, that that would have been cool if. Uh, and, and here I'm thinking about like the old the old actors like being Wolverine. Like here we here we got John Wayne as Wolverine. You know, wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> John, <laughs> sorry, I just got a crap. <laughs> um, you know, we're, uh, I'll I'll put a little other little tidbit here about Wolverine. So just this past week, um, the Guinness Book of World Records announced a new record uh, that they gave uh, Hugh Jackman and Sir Patrick Stewart as the longest-running actors to appear as as a superhero. So I guess they they lasted 16 years and 228 days. As it's I guess it's a Guinness Book of World Record record. <laughs> So they're 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 in the books as a record record a record record. <laughs> um, they both appeared in the X Men film in two thousand and then Logan in two thousand seventeen. So um, they will share the record for the longest career as a live action Marvel superhero. Wow, crazy! Wow. Didn't you tell us in the movie bonus episode that that movie came out like five years ago? No idea. Logan. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot. You don't listen to this podcast. I don't listen to this podcast. Where am I at? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Just, Logan only came out in 2017. It seems much longer than that. <laughs> yeah. right? I think when I first started hanging out with you guys in 2012, it's like it wasn't 2012 first. No, it was 2012. <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah. Um, what else we got on the table there, Bruce? That's it? Wow. wow. We got through our that's whole it. thing. Crazy. Um, well, it was a good show today. Um, yeah, I, th- I feel like we covered a lot of stuff. It's thank God we're finally up to date in 2019. <laughs> I feel yes. Like, uh, one of the biggest critiques we uh, we had out there was like, yeah, maybe just stay a little more current. I was like, we know, we know, we we're getting so, there. We had so much stuff to do to get the you know this podcast off the ground. You know, we were waiting on flyers and you know music and stuff like that. And we were finally ready, and we had a lot of pre-recorded stuff. So we're sorry, okay? <laughs> we're new at this, and we also got day jobs and families and everything else. And uh, it's it's a you know this has been a great learning yeah, process. We've had, a, we've had a lot of positive feedback so far, and we do appreciate everyone who is listening. And we hope you continue to listen and share with other people. People who you think would appreciate listening to our podcast and listening to our random thoughts and rants and all that, all jazz. that good stuff. But um, and yeah. we're and please tell us if we're doing something wrong or if you want to hear something from us, please leave comments and all these uh, in these social media. Yeah, platforms. If you reach out to us. You know, if you want to. So we have a new um, kind of thing too. So we have gotten a decent amount of requests for like comic book reviews and stuff like that. We set up a new email account called request at uh, licomicguys.com. Um, so if you're interested in doing something like that, it, that's really the best place to reach us. You can hit us up on social media, too. We do check that frequently. Um, it is an easier medium to do the email route, though, because um, each one of us has access to that, and we can check it and uh, let each other know and decide you know, if one of us or all of us are going to do the review. So it's just easier on our end to kind of do that kind of stuff. And anything else you kind of want to talk to us about, like um, today, you know, All-Star Comics, when we went today and we did the, we kind of did a review of their shop and, you know, we were there for the signing and did some video stuff, you know, um, the, the owner guy, uh, he reached out to us. And, you know, if any other shops are interested in doing that kind of stuff with us, we're more than happy if we can and if we're available to uh, come in and do that kind of uh, review and, you know, live feeds. And we're getting better with our, yeah, our video. Equipment. Absolutely. You know, we're still learning, but um, I think we're, you know, we're definitely in tuned enough to do that kind of stuff. But um, you guys have any? No, thoughts? I think this is a good show. Um, I no, I got nothing to add. 
Good stuff. So our next episode will be in another two weeks. Yep. Uh, we will be recording. It'll be our Batman episode. Nice. Uh, Very excited. Uh, holy, uh, holy bananas or something like that. 1,000 or something like holy, that. Holy 1,000 yeah, or something, something like something that. Something like yeah, that. Holy 1,000 Batman. So Detective Comics hitting 1,000 issues, uh, much like te- um, Action Comics, which is a big deal. Our good friend, Zach Devino, who designed the Long Island Comic Guys um, logo that you see on most of our social media pa- platforms. I know Instagram, I think we have it. Yep. On other Facebook it's and everywhere. stuff like that, too. Uh, he's a huge Batman fan, has a plethora of knowledge about Batman, more than any of us could learn in a year. Yep. And uh, we're going to be talking to him, and we're really excited to do that episode. And uh, hopefully we'll have Toy Story back for that as well. And um, I think that's it. That's it. That's the next one, right? Yep. So yep. I guess we're going to say at this point, until next time, remember... Don't be the geeks!